You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth living, OJ, Juice Man, ooh, this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, never been that fish tank. Welcome back to the Fish Tank, right here on the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network, Seth Levitt, and of course, OJ Juice McDuffie here for you. However, Juice, this is not a typical Fish Tank episode because, quite frankly, this, this week has been anything but typical. Uh, we lost a, a great, great man this week. If you have heard or seen on social media, or if you were at the game uh, against the Eagles for the final preseason game, you, you heard the the tragic, tragic news. Um, so much has happened in that short period of time. We know we've got a celebration of life coming up here, uh, but uh, you know, I think you and I both felt it was important, even though we talked on the post game show that that we had an opportunity to share with the folks here that listen to the Fish Tank exactly what. Jason Jenkins meant to us. Yeah, man. And we still can't believe he's gone. You know, it's been nearly a week now uh, since South Florida lost really a superhero in Jason Jenkins, man. And and since this podcast, well, we've, we've lost our champion, bro. You know, we've read one beautiful tribute after another, the next, from like Dave Hyde or Greg Cody to Armando Salguero. Um, you know, each, each proven that he was incredibly moving to everyone, man. And, you know, sparking great memories for those who, who knew him the best. And those guys knew him very well. And hopefully for those who've never met him or for those who, you know, have never heard his name, these stories, man, could help them understand the legacy Jason Jenkins has left us and our community and why he's beloved by so many, bro. Yeah, Juice, along with uh, our Dolphins Podcast Network brother, Travis Wingfield, did our best to express our feelings during the postgame show just hours after hearing the horrific news. And I can tell you that was beyond difficult. As we struggled to come to grips with the reality that the same man who had put us on the radio that day had passed away earlier that morning, we had to find some degree of composure, and while fighting back tears and overwhelming waves of emotion, we had to find a way to share with all of you on live radio what we felt Jason meant to us personally, to the Miami Dolphins organization, and to the community at large, and you know, I'd like to think we did an admirable job, We, we did our best under the circumstances, uh, I hope that we made our boss proud, but I, I also realize now that in attempting to paint the whole picture and give this macro view um, and and also somehow try to analyze a preseason football game at the same time, uh, OJ and I had no time to truly reflect, gather our thoughts, and express what this uniquely special man meant to each of us personally and, and to this podcast that you have graciously supported over the years. And so today we'll attempt to do so right here in this space. I mean, you now know what Jason Jenkins' title was at the Miami Dolphins, how many years he has spent with the organization. And uh, you're starting to understand the transformational work he did, you know, across South Florida and beyond. I mean, we heard so much stuff from around the country uh, that related to Jason Jenkins at this past week. And we hope that you didn't miss, you know, what was most important to Jason, which is that he was a loving husband to Elizabeth and a proud and caring father to three beautiful children. Professionally, Jason was a change maker and was most visible when he was out in the community, in a mosque, you know, in a church or, or a temple, a community center, a city park, a nonprofit fundraiser. You know, he's, he's attended all of our stuff, always representing the Miami Dolphins, always bringing people together. Behind the scenes, Jason was a master of public relations, you know, a man with a big picture view of what best represented the football team that we all love, our, our Miami Dolphins, man. He was a confidant 
to the most powerful people in the organization, as well as those whose names you'll never hear. He was a strategic planner, and as you will hear me say often, a visionary. One of those visions was to offer content to Miami Dolphins fans in the way they wanted it most. And I'll never forget the call. January 17th, 2020, I was just waking up. I was actually sleeping in a tent in Disney's Fort Wilderness as part of this big campout weekend for my son. He was in the Cub Scouts at the time. And my phone rings. And, you know, this may come as a shock to some of you, but I am not much of an outdoorsman. So the sound of my cell phone was music to my ears, even if it was whatever, 6.30, 7 o'clock on a Sunday morning. And then when I looked in my phone, I, I, I had this sinking feeling in my stomach, like immediately. And it's because it was Jason Jenkins. And I'm going to give you a little background on this as to why I might have been so anxious. I'd known Jason for quite some time. I was still in the Dolphins Media Relations Department when he started with the 49ers way back in the early 2000s. Uh, we had crossed paths at a, a league PR meeting or two. We had professional respect for each other in the way that PR folks do. Um, I, I can't say that we were necessarily close at that point. Uh, and then, you know, when he started with the Dolphins in 2009, JT, my boss, Jason Taylor, was still, of course, playing for the Dolphins. And so Jason Jenkins and I just became even more familiar with one another. And then as Jason Jenkins' profile grew within the organization, and especially when he became more and more of a presence throughout South, the South Florida community with the work that he was doing, uh, combined with my work as the executive director of Jason Taylor's foundation, it just made our relationship even more relevant. But the anxiety that I had when that call came in was built around this podcast because early in our first season of 2018, Jason and I didn't see eye to eye on a particular story. We were not with the team at the time. And a particular story came out by one of our guests. I'm not going to get into who the guest was or what that story was about because, quite honestly, it's just not the point. The point was that after this incident in 2018, I was kind of worried that I had burned a bridge with this team that I had loved, that I had uh, really built my entire professional career around. And uh, that was a major concern of mine. But truth be told, we never had another issue with the Dolphins, certainly not with Jason. And Jason and I actually never spoke about the podcast again until that phone call. So I answered the call and immediately, I don't even say hello, I lead with, what did I do now? Jason didn't answer my question. He completely ignored it. And he just replied with, I bet you're saying, why the heck is this guy calling me at 7 in the morning on a Sunday in the offseason? And I said, yeah, a little bit. And Jason replied, I want to talk to you about the fish tank. So now I'm really losing it. Now I'm concerned. And I said, well, exactly. What, what did I do? We both got a good laugh out of that. And then he proceeded to ask me about the vision for the podcast. Where were we with sponsorship? What were our goals for the future? And then he said it. I think the fish tank should be a part of the organization. Your show's good, Seth. It's the kind of content fans want, and it's the kind of content I want on our channels. I was stunned. I actually said, wait, you've listened to it, right? Like, you listen to the show? And he laughed again, and he explained, I didn't just listen to a show. I've heard every episode. And here I was. I'm scared of ruining a relationship I spent a lifetime building and ruining a relationship with another PR professional who I have the utmost respect for. And truth be told, Jason Jenkins was one of the Fish Tank's biggest fans. Five weeks later, the team's announcing a new podcast network featuring Drive Time with Travis Wingfield that all of you know and love and the Fish Tank with 
my co-host, the legendary Miami Dolphins wide receiver, O.J. McDuffie, and yours truly, this washed-up old PR guy. And so, yes, that moment was the beginning of our podcast taking flight in ways we couldn't have imagined. But it was also the next step in a relationship with a guy that I developed a supreme admiration for, an appreciation of, and honestly, someone I was just inspired by consistently. Truly, no one believed in the fish tank the way Jason Jenkins did. He once said to me, hey, man, think of our podcast network as a streaming service like Disney+. And I was like, where are you going with this? He said, I I see drive time like one of those Marvel shows, and you guys are the Mandalorian. Man, he had me at hello at that point. But as I continue to say to you, Jason was a visionary in that sense. And we're both just honored that we were part of that vision. And that was just the beginning. He previewed each and every episode. I think Juice, really to get a sneak peek, as much as he was listening (laughs) to evaluate those shows. I mean, when I tell you this guy was a fan, he would call me, I'd answer his calls, and he would just start rapping our Solo D theme song. He loved the fish tank, and, and we loved that he loved it. Jason was incredibly proud of our show, and which in turn, you know, made us even more proud of it. We remember one night back in October, you know, Elizabeth surprised him with a little, you know, early birthday getaway in Miami, and uh, you know, it, here it was like seven thirty at night on Saturday, and in some fancy hotel, and, he, <laughs> and he's texting us photos of the fish tank on television in the hotel room. And as Messi said, "I can't get away from you guys," and I love it. I can't get away from you guys, and I love it. That's what's up, man. And there's something else here that is important. You know, Jason would always challenge us to be our best. But he insisted that we never lose touch with our, you know, our brand, our own brand. Sometimes, you know, you go into a team network and you got to be a little different. He wanted us to be ourselves throughout the whole thing. And he got us. He definitely got us. He understood exactly who we were. And we think that was one of his many superpowers. He seemed to get everyone. He would see for who you are. He would empower you to embrace that and maximize it and understand the importance of it. This was a major part of what he did with Football Unites, and we think it's what made him a fantastic leader. And I know for a fact that it's allowed us to be our best on this podcast. And the most amazing part of all this is that every person, every single person who's had any dealings with Jason has their own version of this story. He made us all feel this way. It's a remarkable gift to make everyone you come into contact with, you know, feel like they're the star quarterback, the star quarterback. Everybody can't be the star quarterback, but Jason made everybody feel that way. And to do so authentically, man, it was real. It was natural. And that's just the way he rolled, man. Now, don't get it twisted now. (laughs) If he felt you needed to hear something, you would hear it. (laughs) He didn't mince words. But then he would lift you right back up and challenge you to be the best version of yourself. Yeah, Juice, look, I've known him for a very long time. We talked about JT and our foundation work for years, long before I ever even dreamed of doing a podcast. He made sure that our work with the foundation was always supported. And again, it wasn't just pushing checks around the table. That's the easy part. This was authentic, intentional support. If I invited him to shop during our cool gear for the school year event, he was there. If we needed a judge for a poetry slam, he was there. Hey, Jason, can I pick your brain on something? And my phone would ring. But our relationship reached new heights through the fish tank. We talked far more than we ever had. We emailed and texted constantly, perhaps far more than he would have liked or had time for, but he always responded. We would strategize. We would ideate. We would create. Jason would push us, and then he would celebrate each new step that he helped us reach. And the best part about all of it was that he was every bit as excited for us as we were for ourselves, if not more. 
You know, one of the last texts we received from Jason came midway through the second quarter of the last Miami Dolphins game he would ever attend. Preseason game versus the Raiders. You know, he sent us a photo of the Jumbotron, which I always love, man, because he's always paying attention to what's going on in that Jumbotron, right? Because right next to the replay of the game action was the giant logo of the fish tank, showing everyone at the game that, you know, they could download the show. Understand that this wasn't a boss telling his employees, hey, look, look what I've done for you. No, this was Jason Jenkins saying, hey, guys, we made it. Well, we don't know what we've made or didn't make, but what we do know is that, uh, you know, we've been blessed, blessed to have this experience, blessed to work with someone who believed in us as much, if not more than we believed in ourselves. I and mean, he believed in us more than ourselves yeah, at times, Big Seth. And, you know, someone who models strong leadership, model excellence, model consistency, a loving husband, an amazing father, a kind soul and seeker of justice and equality. A strategic planner and brilliant PR mind, Jason Jenkins was the kind of person who challenged you to be your absolute best simply by being himself, and we are better for it. This past Tuesday, we published a new episode of The Fish Tank, just as we do every Tuesday. And just like I do every Tuesday, I tweeted about the show. But for the first time since 2020, there was no Jason Jenkins retweet. And that simple act was another reminder that things will never be the same for us. Not for our podcast, not for the Miami Dolphins, not for South Florida. But the work that Jason has done, the lives he has transformed, the impact he has made will never be forgotten. Jason Jenkins, boss man. Thanks for diving in. You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth Living, OJ, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. Dolphins, number one, one, of course, y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank, go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank, it's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank, rocking with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank, Celebrate big or cry hard. Leave it all on the field. We're gonna try hard. Old school, a new school. Mix it in. Feeling like we up close when we listen in. Dolphins Tales in Miami is the deep end. We vibing with our favorite players. No secret. We get with Seth and McDuffie. Bringing up stories we never heard to the public. Bet we love it. Dolphins fans never budget. We loyal to the team. Whether happy or we upset. We be like, what's next? Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about the fans. And if you ready for that water, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about the fans. And if you down with Dolphins Nation, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about the fans. You looking at that fish tank. It's time to dive in. fish tank. Go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank. It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank. Rapping with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank.